Hey there, fans and friends of the Hidden Frequencies podcast. Mick Wingert here with a quick reminder as we round the corner of our redrops of the first season's episodes that this show is a considerable undertaking. And thanks to the amazing support of our patrons, we hit our first goal. We're up and running for enough paid scripts for a new episode each month in Season 3. And we can cover the cost of the amazing original music featured in each story. However, we're still trying to achieve our next goal of covering the cost of our show's trademark sound design. And for that, we still need your help. Did you know that this podcast has more than 200,000 downloads for its lifetime? That's a lot of ears for our humble little product. But as with most creative content, the percentage of actual patrons and supporters is less than 1%. Consider joining our Patreon for as little as $1 a month. You'll get early access to all new THF episodes and great bonus content like Lootback, our post-episode interview show that releases after each episode drop. Also, patrons on the higher tiers get access to content that you can't find anywhere else, like original recordings of live episodes, production scripts, and a whole lot more. So, head over to Patreon slash The Hidden Frequencies, all one word, and sign up to help keep us producing more content for listeners like you. Thanks so much, and enjoy this redrop of a classic Hidden Frequencies episode. There are places in the dimension of sound where the walls between universes are thin. Through these fragile pockets of static lies the ability to hear the alternate realities of millions of maybe people in countless could-be worlds. Where the status quo is different from our own. With a keen ear, we may tune in to these sound waves of the strain the bizarre, and the otherworldly. They are the Hidden Frequencies. Good evening. This is Mick Wingert. Tonight, the Hidden Frequencies once again pull back the curtain on the so-called entertainment industry. In just a moment, you will meet Megan Burns, an executive at a struggling streaming video service who finds the natural order of her world upset when she takes a pitch meeting for a diabolical new property called Hell on Earth. The streaming market is saturated already. If we don't course correct, we'll be lucky to survive until the end of the quarter, let alone the year. You're a real glasses half empty person, Megan. Call me what you want. I'm just trying to be realistic. We're in trouble here. The membership numbers are looking positive. And look at all the new content we're licensing. The numbers are only good when you look at them in isolation. These last six months, we've been hemorrhaging members. And if a downward trend like this continues, in a couple of months, our active user base is going to be somewhere between MySpace and Bebo. Okay, thought experiment. Let's say you're in the big chair instead of me. 
How do you solve this supposed crisis you've just dumped into my lap? We start producing and licensing less content, lower our costs for a while, fund a little research into audience engagement with the surplus capital, and move forward cautiously until things stabilize. No, I'm sorry, Megan. That's out of the question. It might be the only way we can pull ourselves out of this nosedive, Mr. Brooks. I founded Silverstream on the principle of choice. In an ideal world, people would have unlimited choice in their entertainment. But since that isn't in the cards, we hope to be the next best thing. Will you at least consider my proposal? <sighs> Leave it with me. I'll think about it. In the meantime, you better skedaddle. I've got another meeting in five. Right. Thanks for listening. Anytime, Megan. Again, Miss Burns, is there anything I can get for you? Latte and a couple aspirins, thanks. If anyone needs me, I'll be in my office googling which fast food joints are hiring. <sighs> Should have just gone into banking. Nobody's gonna bail this dump out. Yeah? Uh, there's a Mr. Bristow here for you, Miss Burns. Bristow? Yes, a uh, Mr. Byron Bristow. I don't know any Byron Bristow. Well, ma'am, according to your schedule, he's your 12 o'clock. Uh, he's got a pitch for you? Wait. I, I thought I didn't have any other meetings scheduled today. I, I thought that too, ma'am, but uh, he just showed up, and w when I checked again, he was on there. Must have been a glitch or something. Sorry to interrupt, Miss Burns, but I've got something here you're really going to want to see. He's got a briefcase. It, it says he's here on important business. He won't speak to anyone but you. Well, you better send him in. Will do, ma'am. He's got a briefcase. Go right in, Mr. Bristow. Many thanks, Linda. You're welcome. <sighs> Miss Burns, I'm delighted to finally meet you. The anticipation has been killing me. Hi. Uh, sorry about the delay there. Uh, admin needs some work around here. Hey, hey, don't worry about it. Feel free to take a seat. Hmm. So, Byron Bristow, is it? That's quite a name. <laughs> well, Damien has been raising red flags since the Omen, and Lou Cipher just felt tacky. Uh, beg your pardon? I'm sorry for all the smoke and mirrors. Allow me to introduce myself properly. I'm Fornius, Great Marquis of the Infernal Plane. No need to get starstruck. Right. If you were going for April Fools, you overshot it by a few months. <laughs> oh, you, you thought I wanted to trick you. Okay. I don't know who put you up to this, but I'm sure it was much funnier in their head. I'm sorry to have to shatter all your dearly held beliefs about reality and all that, Miss Burns, but I'm not messing with you here. <laughs> yeah, of course. You're the devil, and I'm the tooth fairy. <laughs> I'm flattered that you'd think so, but I'm not there yet. I'm more middle management. Okay. Unless you get the hell out of my office in the next five seconds, I'm gonna call security and make sure you accidentally fall down the stairs while they're escorting you out. Yeesh, someone's a little testy. Is it because your company is circling the drain? 
That's it. Linda, call security on this clown. Clown? That's hurtful, Macon. What the... I'm normally against the whole vulgar displays of power thing, but... Hey, you want to make an omelette, right? Boom! Made your mouth disappear. <laughs> Simmer down, kid. I can make other things disappear, too. Ah, there we go. Now, I'll let you have your mouth back if you promise to be polite. Capiche? Uh, blink twice for yes. How the hell did you do that? Demon powers, baby. Like I said, I wouldn't normally do this, but it's important that I get you on board. What do you want from me? I don't want anything to do with this crazy shit. Ah, you say that now, but once you listen to my pitch, you'll be singing a different tune. Your pitch? Yeah. I've got a new show for you. What? Down in hell, I felt like I wasn't doing enough to help engineer humanity's moral collapse. So I figured, screw it. I'll go into TV. You gotta be kidding me. Do I look like the person who kids? So, you're a demon who wants to be a showrunner? Yes, sirree, Chief. I'm not drunk enough for this. I mean, I'd help, but turning water into wine is the other guy's department. <laughs> so, you ready to see what I've got? I think it's the kick in the ass this company needs. Why here? I... Why me? Here, because I admire an underdog. You, because I see a lot of potential in you, Burnsy. You're a hard worker, you put the hours in, but the fat cats up top don't appreciate you. They don't recognize all the times you exceed all their patronizing expectations. It almost feels like they're ignoring you. <laughs> Doesn't it seem right about time we took home a win for once? <sighs> I must be losing my mind. Oh, you haven't yet, but you will, when I show you what I've got for you. Mind if I set my laptop on the desk? Oh, sure. Just knock yourself out. Thanks. I've been working on this for a while. Think of it as like a little pet project. The first demonically created TV show. I just need a distribution platform. And that's what you need us for? No, not us. You. Specifically. No offense to your boss, but having seen his balance sheets, that guy has his head up his ass when it comes to business. I don't trust him with my baby. Uh, dare I ask what exactly your baby is? A reality show. Oh God, pardon, what? I call it Hell on Earth. Mm, little on the nose, isn't it? <laughs> it's the Kardashian era. Subtlety's already dead. Fair point. Go on. The premise is simple. Like any demon, my bread and butter is getting greedy, desperate morons to sell me their souls in exchange for material goods. You still with me? Oh, yeah. So my show catches up with folks a couple years after we struck the deal. So people can see how the deal has bitten them in the ass. It's human interest meets comedy. How much is this gonna cost us? Zilch! Like I said, I made it all myself. I just need a distribution channel. Um. Uh... How'd you like a sample, hmm? Sure. We've come this far, why not? Atta girl. Take a look. 
Welcome, welcome, welcome <laughs> to Hell on Earth! Oh, what a beautiful audience of nightmarish entities we have tonight. Let's get the cameras on them, huh? I invited her, but sadly she was a little too busy to attend. Today we're saying hello to an old friend, Chelsea Newman. Let's bring her down, huh? What? What? Hello again, Chelsea. Where the hell am I? You're on the hottest show under Earth. Literally. It's freaking boiling down here. I thought it was over. I thought you had your dues. <laughs> oh, no, that wasn't what we shook on, Chelsea. Can you tell the folks at home about our arrangement? I don't... No. I, I couldn't... No! Ah! Okay, okay, I was lonely, all right? I didn't have anyone. I just wanted the people to like me. <sighs> That's true, Chelsea. And that's why you called me. You called me and we made a deal. In exchange for your immortal soul, I would make you irresistible. Yes. And if I'm not mistaken, I kept up my half of the deal. You shafted me! Uh-uh-uh, actually, honey, I think you'll find I did everything you asked me to. I made you irresistible to men, to women, to children. <laughs> Family members, animals, total strangers. Nobody could see you and not feel all hubba hubba. You ruined my life. You should have been more specific, hon. That's Demon Deal 101. Let me out of here! Hold on, Shells. I fulfilled my end of the deal. Now it's time for you to fulfill yours. Please, no, I need more time. Thanks for the soul, babe. <laughs> she really got burned on that deal, folks. Hell on Earth will return after these messages. We'll take this conveniently timed commercial break to let the corpses settle while I share with you these important words. This rebroadcast of The Hidden Frequencies comes to you courtesy of our donors at patreon.com slash thehiddenfrequencies. We have a couple of devoted patrons. These one-of-a-kind stories could not be produced and made. As we head toward the upcoming season three of the fundamental and some of which uh, are <laughs> What the hell is going on? You play a game? We really are dead in the outer world. What? Hello? What? Who is this? Oh my god. Who is this? Hello? What's happening? 
Now, let's find out what Megan thought of Fornius's pitch in the uninterrupted conclusion of Hell on Earth. So, what do you think? Special effects, uh, camera tricks, what was that? No, no, all real, but trust me, she knew what she was getting into. Did she? Well, maybe not, but that's not exactly our problem. Is this all you got? Oh, please, we deal with several people an episode, and we've got a whole 10 episode season ready to air. I'll swallow the production costs and you don't need to give me a cent on the licensing. You just sit back and get an exec producer credit. You literally cannot lose. I'm not stupid, Fornicus. Fornius. Right. Look, the point is, I've literally just seen you trick a woman out of her soul, and this deal is way, way, way too good to be true. What the hell do you stand again, huh? <laughs> You're a smart cookie, Megan. The fact is, I stand to gain hell. This is a stunt to look good in front of my boss. Hopefully get me promoted to devil. Promoted? Yeah. In a technical sense, hell hasn't been a monarchy for eons. We're a business, and the role of devil is kind of like CEO. I've busted my ass for years getting to where I am now, but just like you, I need that last little push to get to the top. And what... Do you stand to gain? Yeah. Sorry, nasty habit of mine. Think of it this way. You'll be the only streaming service hosting a show created in hell. You'll get a million morbid curiosity sign-ups on day one, guaranteed. Once the deal is struck, bada-bing, bada-boom, Silverstream is saved, your dumbass boss is fired, and you get installed into the CEO position for all your hard work. And how do I know you're not just going to steal my soul? Oh, Burnsy, I'm hurt. You've got my word. I'll never take your soul. But you will be taking other people's souls? This isn't the time to get squeamish, Megan. You could be insanely wealthy, envied by all, an icon. Surely there are some desperate, stupid souls the world could do without, right? <sighs> I'm not sure. Tell you what, I'll let you mull the whole thing over. I'll leave my number, and if you and I have anything to say to each other, you'll know how to reach me. You really think I could get me in that CEO position? Without a doubt, Megan. You put my show on your service, and you'll be rich beyond your wildest dreams. Beyond yeah, my wildest dreams, huh? See you soon, Burnsy. Linda. Mr. Brooks on line one, Miss Burns. <sighs> put him through. And put a rush on the aspirin, please. Megan! Hey, Mr. Brooks. I catch you at a bad time? No, no. Last meeting just finished. Great. Well, I just wanted to quickly discuss your proposals from earlier today. Oh, yeah. Mm, okay. <sighs> 
don't hate me for this, Megan, but we're going to proceed as normal. We're going to continue licensing new movies and shows and hope that the content hike pulls us out of this dry spell. Right. Look, I know it's not what you wanted, but I can... Actually, uh, Mr. Brooks, I've had a change of heart. Oh? You were right earlier. Uh, stepping down from production would be a sign of weakness. We just need to power through. Well, I'm glad we see eye to eye on this, Megan. Mm, in fact, sir, I've got a new pitch that I think you're going to love. And in entertainment news, today we saw the surprise release of Silverstream's controversial new reality show, Hell on Earth. A show that claims to feature the live destruction of human souls by demonic forces. It's been only a day since Silverstream released Hell on Earth, and already they're reporting hundreds of thousands of new members. We've compiled the 12 funniest Hell on Earth gifts to sum up your Monday feeling. And take our online quiz, which lost soul from Hell on Earth season one are you? Day two and Silverstream's new members have now risen into the millions since they began airing their groundbreaking new show, Hell on Earth. Three million new members. People are flocking in to see a show proving the existence of the human soul and Silverstream's stock is skyrocketing. Can Forneus, demonic entity and host of Hell on Earth, break barriers by becoming the first non-human GQ cover model? Four and a half million subscribers. Silverstream is dominating the streaming world. Oh, wow. Does the popularity of Hell on Earth mark the final nail in the coffin for Western civilization? We've brought in these three religious leaders to discuss. Former Silverstream CEO Dan Brooks has stepped down from the position to spend more time with his family and is being replaced by Silverstream Vice President Megan Burns. Burns is perhaps best known for being the executive producer on Silverstream's flagship show, Hell on Earth. The only question now is, what's next? Miss Brooks, Mr. Fornius is here. He said he's heading up now. You rang? <laughs> you brilliant demonic son of a bitch! <laughs> I'm loving the new office. Really suits you, Miss CEO. Thank you. I just had it decorated. I never really appreciated Dan's taste in decor. Too Somerset Magazine for me. Oh, you should see mine. You're speaking to the devil, baby. <laughs> Everything went according to plan. Likewise. <laughs> in fact, that's why I called you. Is that so? One ten-episode season, and you're already a superstar. I saw 19 memes of you on a 30-second Twitter scroll this morning. Now imagine what we could do with two seasons. Oh, hmm. That is an interesting point, but nah, I think I'm good. <laughs> you're good? What do you mean, you're good? I've gotten what I need. Promotion, nice new office, kingdom of the damned to eternally torture. <laughs> I don't see any reason to make a season two. Okay, I don't think you understand. Then please, Megan, help me understand. We got around five million new subscribers since Hell on Earth premiered, Fornius. This is too big to just quit now. <laughs> too big? Newsflash, Megan, I'm the devil. I can do what I want. When I gave you this show, I was doing you a favor. You needed me. 
And now I don't need you. I've gotten plenty of souls. <laughs> plenty of souls. Five an episode, ten episodes. That's 50 souls, Fornius. In case they don't teach math in hell. You can fill this room with those souls. Fifty? Oh, sweet sticks. Fifty? <laughs> you're so naive, Bernsey. Add about five zeros on the end, and then you're in the ballpark. What? Five million souls, Bernsey. I'm all set. Uh, how? What do you think? I've got to draw up a contract and shake hands with someone to take their soul? No, honey. It's way easier than that. To step into the dark, you've just got to turn away from the light. I don't understand. <sighs> then I'll use small words. Those losers out there watched my show. They ate it up. They reveled in the destruction of human souls. You think any of those freaks are going up top? Hell to the no! They've signed with their dollars. They chose with their eyes. Every single one of them picked their path. And they can't turn back now. So every new member... Belongs to me. <laughs> oh, I love a happy ending. You, you tricked me, you, you piece of shit. We had a deal. And I kept to that deal. You're rich, your company is saved, you're the CEO, and of course your soul is safe. Uh, well, in a literal sense it's safe. In a metaphorical sense, you're kind of a shitty person. <laughs> <laughs> Five million. Beautiful, isn't it? You could think bigger, you know. Did I just hear that correctly? Silverstream's audience is primarily based in the U.S. If we broke into the European market, or better yet, Chinese, we could triple that. No, no, quadruple it in weeks. <laughs> You know, Bernsey, I've existed for a couple trillion years. I've seen universes before this one. And in my time, I've dealt with a lot of desperate, greedy morons who didn't know what the hell they were getting into. But you... <laughs> I think you might be the first genuine black-hearted sociopath. No. I'm just someone who knows what she wants, Fornius. And I know how to get it. So if you're game, you can get a few million more souls for your trouble. Billions, even, if you're open to spin-offs. So, what is it you want, Megan? Hell on Earth Season 2. <laughs> now who's thinking small? And? And? When I die, I can't imagine I'm going somewhere nice, so the least I can ask for is job security. Your old job still open? I think I'm in love. Can you guarantee me that? Duh, I'm the devil, Megan. When it comes to hell, I can guarantee whatever I like. Hmm. Then we have an understanding. I think I'll fit in well there. Of course you will, Bernsey. You're willing to sell out your humanity. The collective soul of the human race for a quick buck and a decent job. That's what hell is all about. <sighs> That's not hell, Fornius. That's just showbiz.
on this episode of The Hidden Frequencies you heard Hell on Earth by Henry Galley, directed by Mick Wingert. Our cast included Courtney Taylor as Megan, Keith Silverstein as Fornius, David Cummings as Mr. Brooks, and Jan Johns as Linda and Chelsea, with Mike Delgadio, Erica Sanderson, David Alt, Nicole Goodnight, Dan Zapula, Addison Peacock, James Cleveland, Jeff Clement, Ellie Hirschman, Jessica McAvoy, Graham Rowett, and Jesse Cornett. Original music and scoring by Brandon Boone. Sound design and production by Jesse Cornett of Pleroma Productions. Recorded and engineered at Woodcliffe Studios by Frank Rosano. For complete show notes and more details about the people who bring you this production, please visit thehiddenfrequencies.com and follow us on Instagram and Twitter under the handle at TH Frequencies. The Hidden Frequencies is copyright 2018 by Wacky Title Productions, Inc. All rights reserved. No duplication or reproduction of this audio program is permitted without the written consent of Wacky Title Productions, Inc.